Hey everybody, happy Valentine's Day. This is the Happy Market Research weekly news update. It is connected to our other show, MRX News. If you're not subscribed, it's a two-minute daily download of the happenings in market research and user experience. We highlight key information uh, that is shared by our listeners. These are blog, usually in the form of blog posts. Additionally, uh, HR-related changes, whether it's hires or fires, M&A, and then this new segment called Woman versus Machine. Check it out. I think you'll like it. This newsletter is best read while listening to LL Cool J's Mama Said Knock You Out. That's right, I said that. As Chuyi and I were writing this, somehow it came up that she did not know who LL Cool J was. So, or is, sorry, LL Cool J. So, I found it important to educate her on this 90s R&B, making sure it got passed down. If you don't know who LL Cool J is, please, please, please check him out. YouTube, whatever. Mama said knock you out. Now, let's actually talk about important things. Are you a marketer? If so, I've got a gift for you. After 40 hours of research on how to optimize your blog posts, we are releasing a first set of tips on SEO optimization for your website and your blog, or through your blog. Why do a blog? The best place to bury a dead body is on the second page of Google. In fact, there is a 36.4% click-through rate on the first link and only a 2% click-through rate on the 10th. That is the last link on the very first page. So from 36% to 2%, and it goes down dramatically on the second page. Second reason is 70% of the traffic will be looking for knowledge and 15% are looking to buy now. So it's imperative that you drive that 70%. In fact, the third reason is that blogs are the engine that tells Google you are the authority on whatever it is that you're selling. You want to drive that 70% and benefit from the better Google placement. A key tip for you is don't use blogs as salespeople's. Users will see straight through this and they will bounce. What is a bounce? A bounce is when somebody lands on a website and then we use our browser back button because we recognize that this is not what we were looking for. Google translates this at fast bounce as less relevant and less valuable, and then it will subsequently deprioritize your blog posts. So it's really important you're providing value through the whole thing so that users will stay on that page as long as possible, improving your overall relevancy and stickiness. The golden rule is don't invest in lots of little blogs. Instead, make one definitive piece of work that gets to the first position in Google. That's something that is not just a one and done. You create that blog post, you then cultivate relationships to backlink to that blog post, and you continue to refine the words on that page over time. When researching a topic to do a blog post on what tools do we use, here are four search trends on Google to ensure that you are talking about the right thing at the right time. Trends.google.com is where you find that. The second one, Google AdWord Planner will help you frame your blog post in the best possible way, ads.google.com. You don't actually have to go all the way through to the purchase or the ad placement, but just by creating the ad, it will identify the total addressable audience for that particular set of keywords that you're using to describe your blog. And, and the reason that's important is you can alter and play with those words in order to create the broadest or best reach. 
The third is keyword research helps you put the right words in your article, title, and subtitle for maximum relevancy. We use keywordtool.io for that. The fourth and final one that I will highlight and probably the most important is use your browser's private or incognito mode to search for topics prior to doing any writing. This will ensure that you are seeing general search results versus tailored to your browsing habits search results, which probably will prioritize you and or your company or whatever the topic is that you're uh, looking for. It's important that when you are looking for a topic to report on or post on, you really want to identify the unanswered questions. So if there's not a lot of blog posts on a particular topic or any really definitive blog posts on a particular topic or a blog post that's on the first page, even the first post that maybe is from 2017 or something like that. What should my blog post include? Here are eight things. You want to have a keyword focused header, featured image, promotional prominent email signup box. I recommend putting that as far to the top that's not obnoxious as possible, social sharing buttons, helpful detailed article focused on keywords, multiple compelling images, videos, and charts. This number six, by the way, is probably one of the hardest things to do, easiest to implement, and will have the biggest outsized return. So for example, if you have a video, it might be a two minute video or a set of two minute videos. That's gonna add additional page time on that particular user session. Seventh is internal links to other posts and service pages. And the eighth is a clear call to action for comments. Comments have an oversized impact on organic SEO in Google. That's one of the reasons that Reddit performs so well there. So quick recap, your blog will not generate many leads. Super important you get that. It will not convert to sales, but your blog will improve your overall site authority which will place you higher for the 15% of searches that are looking for your goods or services. We're almost done with this section, but I feel like it's important to continue to dive in. So content tips always start with this Mad Lib. Our company is where, in quotations, audience finds, in quotations, content for, in quotations, benefit. After you fill out that Mad Lib, then identify who your target audience is. There are usually two target audiences, potential customers we can help through our products or service, and the second audience is anyone we can help through our expert advice. When you share your expert knowledge, you pull your audience towards you. That's the point that I'm trying to make and the reason why blogs are so important and impactful for your web presence. Five different types of blog posts, original research, opinion pieces, guest posts, interviews and roundups, video, audio, and live events. Your blog must answer these three questions. Why do they care? That is, they being the consumer of the blog. How does this help them? And what task can they complete once they finish reading it? In our actual newsletter, I have listed out quite a few different blog post header fodder pieces for you. These are things that are like the threat headline. This is the stuff that keeps your readers up at night. An example is 27 complaints about surveys or common mistakes made, what have you. Another one I'll highlight is the Zen headline. I really like these. These promise your readers uh, a simpler or a better life. An example is the perfect survey, nine tips plus some research. As always, I am super curious to know what you think about our new show format, uh, specifically 
on Happy Market Research Podcast, but also MRX News and, of course, our newsletter. Tweet me, Jamin Brazil. That's J-A-M-I-N-B-R-A-Z-I-L, all one word. I would love to get your feedback. All right, on to the news. Some of the biggest industry news for me this week is the Ipsos acquisition of Askia. Ipsos this week acquired a major stake in Askia, a leading survey technology provider for the market research industry. So why is this big news? If you buy stocks, I'd pick Ipsos. Over the next few years, Ipsos will be able to convert many of its customers to a reoccurring revenue model through subscriptions to their survey platform, that is, Askia. Additionally, ASCII is giving Ipsos a tech stack that they can use to create their own set of proprietary automated research solutions. I don't think you're going to see an overnight lift in the stock, but I do think that is going to absolutely happen. My final thoughts on this is that one of the most important and interesting things that I'm observing today is the need for on-premise software installs for PII and security considerations. This is a growing need that most companies won't or simply can't support, but ASCIA has really made a name for themselves uniquely in this particular area, given the host of survey platforms out there. Now, part of the reason why they've made their name in that space is they were really slow to the cloud, but, you know, the 70s were in style a while back again, so maybe it panned out. Regardless, I see this as a material advantage for their platform. In this week's highlight of Machine versus Woman, Anna Popa released an article highlighting mistakes user experience researchers make when running a user test. The title is, comically, Why do you keep F asterisk 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 K-ing up your user tests? Here's a few of the items that we found were really interesting. Not listening and observing the user, teaching the user, and influencing the user's answers with the question. You can read the full article in the show notes. In human capital news, Kantar appoints Adam Crozer as the non-executive chairman. He previously served as Saatchi and Saatchi, the English Football Association, the Royal Mail, and ITV. MTM, a research and strategy consultancy, promotes Caroline Wren to the newly created role of managing director. Former Uber account executive Philip Lomax joins Media Science as the Senior Vice President of Business Development. And lastly, Nielsen appoints two of the company's board of directors, Tom Castro and Janice Marinelli, effective February 18th. In deals, Greenbook is offering us, that is us being the Insights Nation, a unique 30% discount on any of their events. That is 30%, folks. 30% sign. There's not a higher percentage you can get off unless you probably contact Matt Gerster, my my friend. <laughs> I will be at IIEX North America podcasting along with a few of my friends. If you are going, please use the discount code HAPPYMR, all one word. That's HAPPY, H-A-P-P-Y-M-R for market research. And let me know that you'll be going and we will grab a drink. I also have a special gift for you in the form of a laptop sticker. You can find out more information at insightinnovation.org. That's it for me. Happy Valentine's Day. Have a wonderful weekend.